All right, so what day to Skibuli? Welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's with your host, Mr. Connerly. Anyways, um, I'm gonna I've I've decided to do things a little bit differently in terms of uh, methods to the madness and what I start to introduce uh, in terms of concepts because I've always kind of done it in a certain way. Uh, when instructing, but this time I think instead of going into the neuter nouns, I'm going to go into the verb to be, which is essay. Since we've already gone over the concept of um, what the conjugation and what a declension is, excuse me, now let's go ahead and introduce the concept of a linking verb, right? Because we have a transitive verb, aka our first conjugation verbs, all those verbs that require that take on an action and uh, they require a direct object in order to fulfill the sentence rather than it, with a linking verb. A linking verb actually takes on a predicate noun. Like I said, might be a lot of grammar here, might not be super into it, but not gonna lie, all the grammar I, I ever learned. Uh, I, I stress this so much to my students because it's so much the truth. Uh, I learned zero grammar in any sort of English class, uh, all of the grammar I learned was from Latin. And I think it's because when you're learning a language, you're also learning something in a totally different mode, totally different modality, uh, a totally different um, way of thinking, you know? I mean, we have certain terms in different languages that kind of don't really translate other than within that language. So uh, like for instance, you know, we have um, Samber Mesa, which is, uh, oh my God, I almost ma I made a Spanish sound Latin. Anyways, I'm bad at pronunciation. Anyway, Samber Mesa, that concept of, um, you know, the food, and this is in uh, Hispanic slash Mexican slash Latino, Latina slash Latino culture, um, where um, after the meal has been finished, it's that time where the conversation continues and uh, it's just, um, yeah, it's it's a vibe. Um, you can't really explain it other than within that culture. Or um, what, what what's the one in French that, uh, it, it means like boredom, ennui, you know? But ennui doesn't really translate in any other language. So... When, what I'm trying to get at is when you learn something in a new language, you kind of learn it uh, critically. So in a way, because we're learning Latin in this language in a totally different mode, um, we're also critically diving into grammar and uh, the functionalities behind a predicate a direct object, a subject, we ask ourselves certain things like what's a mood in verbs. I never, I never, never knew what that was. I never knew what the subjunctive was. I never knew that the subjunctive mood um, for verbs kind of indicated that speculation rather than the indicative always r refers to kind of its uh, matter of fact. Um, and I I know I'm just touching on all these and a lot of this is going through one ear and out the other, but what I have to say is that as we move on, 
I'll dive into it more. So, and you'll really learn and understand that thinking about grammar in Latin, uh, is it amplifies the understanding of English grammar because then you start to think about everything a little bit more critically. You know, you ask yourself actually what is the subject of a sentence and a verb and a, a direct object. Um, you know, is this a prepositional phrase? Uh, uh, all right, I'm going to stop rambling because I'm doing that right now, and that's what TikTok has helped me not to do. Also, if anybody's interested and hasn't checked me out yet, I also have a TikTok that I like to break down etymology. Um, uh, like medical terminology, rather, um, I like to do some 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 Latin la lessons. Uh, I just like to get into prefix, affix, suffixes, and show kind of the formulation of language um, and how it is a formula. It's an A plus B plus C equals product uh, type of situation. So it's kind of like stoichiometry. Balance in the equation, you get your answer. So without further ado, let's go ahead. We'll get into essay, sum, essay, the verb to be. So like many verbs that are very commonly used, the verb to be in Latin is a regular, just like it is in English. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go into them in the singular and the plural super, super quickly. Okay, so in the first person singular, we have I am, sum. Second person singular, s. Es, you are, and then third, third person singular, est, he, she, it is. All right. And then in the first person plural, have you ever thought about what a first person plural is? Well, what's a plural amount of eyes? So what's going to be doing the action of being in this case? Not I am, but we are. That is what first person plural is, right? If you guys remember back in my first conjugation lesson, moving on, second Second person plural. Now, have you ever thought about what a plural amount of use are? Well, if you haven't, think about it now and think about how the term y'all is actually grammatically correct because it is a contraction of you and all. Okay, so estis, our third person, second, second person plural, apologies, means y'all are, means you plural are, you all are, you guys are. Um, it can be translated in many a way. And then finally, in third person plural, as we all very well know, a plural amount of he, she, its is a they. So sunt in the third person plural is they are. So if you look at this verb linguistically, the base of sum is es, right? As I mentioned prior, whether it be in verb conjugations, the first person singular seems to be usually irregular uh, for the most part, as well as in declensions with the nominative singular usually being irregular. Remember when I talked about that with our second declension, masculine, we kind of have to look at the genitive singular in order to derive the base more often not. Okay, so same thing here. Sum is in the first person singular, but es you are is second person singular. That's where we're going to form the base because then we get third person singular, which is est, which is just E-S-T, right? So there we go. Hold up. Going to get a little bit of a swig of the water. Hydrate or dihydrate, as I always say. I'll be right back. And I am back at you back. So 
back to the base of sum, which is actually ESS pronunciation. However, there is a rule in Latin that, exclamation mark, if S is followed by a nasal sound, that is an M or an N, it becomes SU. Thus, sum becomes sumus and sunt, okay? The verb to be is not only unusual in its format, but also in what grammarians call its expectation, as I mentioned prior. In other words, the forms that accompany it or that it predicts and or predicates. The verb to be does not expect a direct object, like I told you, right? Our first conjugation transitive verbs take on a direct object, but in the verb to be, it doesn't take on a direct object because direct objects receive an action and there is no action in the verb to be. I am just being. I am. That there, There's no action being done because I am just existing. An etymological lesson for you guys all here, real quick, because I like to throw in and sprinkle these in every now and then. The technical term for a verb that does not expect a direct object is intransitive, meaning in, not, trans meaning across in Latin, and it meaning to go. So intransitive means not across, to go, which is very interesting because if you kind of think about it, it, it thus uh, the verb does not carry an action across from the subject to the direct object is way, uh, how I always thought of it. Whereas transitive carries the action across the subject to the direct object, right? It, it goes across right? Versus intransitive in, remember that not. The trans means uh, across, like transatlantic, across the Atlantic. Uh, Trans-Siberian, what else? Um, what's another trans word? Well, transgendered, crossing across the, uh, across the gender. Um, I'm sure there's quite a few more, but I just, you know, like to sprinkle that in there. So instead, let's talk about this verb to be. Two things are equated here. So for instance, when you say the man is a teacher, you're essentially saying man equals teacher. So in place of an accusative direct object, the Latin sum expects a nominative predicate. In this case, the predicate is nominative because it is being equated with the subject, which is nominative, right? The man is a teacher. Man equals teacher, like I said before. So go. let's go back to our example. The man is a teacher. Man is the subject, and teacher is the predicate, right? Man is in front of is, and teacher is after is. I would say the nominative subject is should be before the is, or the am, or the are, uh, and the predicate nominative should be after the is, the am, or the are. Okay? So, where we're is the nominative subject and magister is the nominative predicate. So, that should translate as we're est magister. Man is teacher, right? It's not we're est magistrum. Magistrum would be the accusative uh, singular form of magister as a masculine. Uh, teacher, uh, because there's no action being uh, uh, taken across. You know, the man is just a teacher. I am not, the man is not doing anything to the teacher, aka the teacher would be somebody else, right? So 
Think about it like that. Linking verbs are just linking two things together. That's why they call it a linking verb. Ha ha. It just links the nominative to the predicate. So one can say, puer est parvus, the boy is small, or otium est malum, leisure is evil, or estis boni, y'all are good. Or if you translate the predicate as a substantive, uh, what we will go over um, probably in the next lesson, uh, substantives uh, are just adjectives that also form as nouns in Latin. Uh, you can translate it as y'all are good men or good people. Uh, and since masculine uh, gender functions as the common gender in Latin, uh, you could just keep it as such. Please note that predicate adjectives agree with the subject in number and gender as well as case, whereas predicate nouns agree with the subject only in case because nouns have to maintain their own their own number and gender. So conversely, adjectives must agree with the noun they go with in number, gender, and case. So in a way, you know, I could say the man is a teacher, or I could just say male teacher, and those mean the same thing. Male teacher, ad, uh, adjective and noun, or the man is a teacher, nominative and predicate, nominative. Both are, like I could say, I am Mr. Connerly. Who am I? I am Mr. Connerly. Whoa. Mr. Connerly is a teacher. Who? What is Mr. Connerly? Mr. Connerly is a teacher. Still all linking verbs. Now, Mr. Connerly teaches the class is different because now Mr. Connerly is carrying across the action of teaching his class. Okay, so then it turns from an intransitive sum essay verb to a transitive uh, verb to teach right? Which would require the direct object, which would be the students, right? And then if you wanted to go even further into it, you could add an indirect object into the equation. You could be uh, Mr. Connerly teaches the students for money, because I do do that. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and leave it there before I dig myself into a hole further than that. It's only a little shallow right now. And, um, and yeah, stay tuned for more. Oh, and also, uh, if you guys made it this far, appreciate you all. You know what I could, would really, really appreciate is if you guys uh, happen to go to Apple Podcasts, go to Latin and Layman, scroll all the way down. It's kind of a B-I-T-C-H to do, but... Um, what you do is you scroll all the way down, leave me a nice review, maybe, please. That might be very cool. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it, it helps the algorithm in my ever favor. Let's get that critical mass going. Let's spread the knowledge, the knowledge, okay? All right, all right, all right. Well, with that being said, uh, check out my TikTok if you haven't, at Mr. Liam Connerly. Uh, there are some other ones that my students have made that are basically just like fan accounts. One's Mr. Connerly. Um, you'll have to sift through those uh, to see which one is actually mine, but you'll you'll know when you find mine. Uh, 
appreciate my students, by the way, for <laughs> Mr. I, there's one that's Mr. Connerly's left ear, which hears all Latin. There's another one that's Mr. Connerly's uh, right nostril. Man, these kids are really good at like the whole uh, photoshopping thing because they found a photo of me and then they just zoomed straight in on one of my nostrils. And you know what? I got to give it to them. It's clever. Uh, apparently Latin smells like cheese, but I'm sure it smells like the best type of cheese. Uh, the reason why I'm saying these things is just because it's in their bio. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I'm just rambling on. I love to talk about my students. I love my students. They're great kids. They are learning. And guess what? If a sixth grader can do it, a seventh grader and eighth grader, so can you wherever you are in your life, pick it up, grab a book, um, uh, wheel locks or whatever and uh, follow along with me. Thanks again, y'all. And I will catch you in the next episode, Tempus Est Discetere. And for all of those that don't know what that means, it just means it is time to depart. <laughs>